From, from the prayer and where am I now? Okay. From the prayers we prayed. Um, thank God for Sister Abby leading us to pray. And also Brother Jimmy also just speaking. Amen. There's some um, I'm, I'm seeing a thought crystallizing. Um, praise God. Are we still in love with God's word? Yes, sir. Everybody okay? Yes, sir. Praise Jesus. Okay. Amen. Um, amen. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews 11. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, I just want to quickly acknowledge all our pastors um, that were around with us at School of the Spirit, Pastor Femi, um, Pastor Femi Famade and his wife. Please bless, bless God for them. Um, Pastor Ukumi and his wife. Praise God. Pastor Sessi and his wife, amen. Um, let's thank God for them. I'm sure you were blessed by their presence and, and by them coming to us. So we love you. Thank you for spending time with us. We appreciate it. And we look forward to, to receiving you again next time you come. Praise God. Um, Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the word. Is the substance of of things hoped for. You see that the evidence of things not seen. Glory to God. I think my wife was teaching on faith. So let's. I think Auntie Abby also was praying about this. Was it how was it Jimmy who mentioned or something about faith? You mentioned about faith a little. Amen. That so faith is the is the substance of what of things hoped for. The Evidence of what? Things of things not seen. Glory to God. Faith is the word. Substance of things hoped for. And it's the word is the evidence of what? Things not seen. Things not seen. Say things hoped for. And then what? Things not seen. Things hoped for. And then what? Things not seen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So faith is an uh, is an operator of these things of this realm, right? Faith is what an operator of this realm. These are realm where 
men get weak and men's devices begin to fail. When you say hope, hope is all actually hope resides in the in the in the the realm beyond your device. Right? Hope has is actually hope is not near to you. Hope is if it's hope, right, then it is it is uh, it is beyond your reach. <laughs> right? It is beyond your reach. It's something that anything that you can stretch forth your hand and take is not hope. You won't hope for it if you can take it. If your devices can give it to you, it wouldn't it wouldn't sit in the realm of hope. Am I saying something? That so if it's in the realm of hope, it's the things you find in the world of hope are things that are beyond your device. Things that are, it's there you can it's just there what you don't know how at the at the moment. This season called now. Say now. now. It's speaking about the particular time. A particular time, praise God. At that time when you can you can say faith is exi- at existing in a particular moment is an operator of certain things. Glory to Jesus. And is operator of this kind of things. Things that are beyond your device. Which you have, you might have a, uh, a desire for them. Do you see that? Because that's one thing with hope, is that a hope actually is desire. Right? It's, you can't, something you don't desire, you won't hope for. Can, can someone hope for what they don't desire? Right? So if, if hope is found for something, it means that there is a desire for that thing. Right? So that hope is, is, a, is a realm of things desired but cannot be handled. It means there's no device to reach them. And there is also other, other category of things called not seen. Things not seen. Say things not seen. Faith is also an operator in that realm. So you see, faith is not a small thing. Do you understand? (laughs) Faith is not what? Faith in the heart of a person makes you supernatural. Do you see that? It makes you what? Supernatural. It makes you, faith gives you potency beyond natural. It's faith actually it, it, it makes you able to operate things that are beyond your natural scope or the natural limitation. Imagine someone who can, who can operate in the realm of hope. Do you, know what, do you understand what I'm saying? You can, deal, you can deal in the world of hope. These are the beautiful things about Christianity. What makes you different from the world? The world, the world cannot deal with hope. Things in that, in that realm. The carnal nature or the natural man right, has a limitation. 
the Bible says that, that the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit. He doesn't have the device of receiving them. He doesn't have what it takes to touch those things, praise God, that are beyond his natural devices and, and ability. Glory to God. So that's why if you are, if you are without faith, you are, you are without a key important ingredient of what makes you a Christian. I know Satan is bad. Satan will, will has done things so that you can have many Christians who have done who don't have faith. Right? The most basic thing in Christianity, even which makes you so a, a priest, a Christian. I don't want to call you a believer because if you, are, if you don't have faith, you, are, you, don't, you don't have the right to bear that word believer. Even Christian, say I'm not sure we should even call you that. I don't know what we should call you. We should just call you maybe those whose spirit are quickened. <laughs> we just call you a person whose spirit is quickened. <laughs> but someone whose spirit has been quickened can be without faith. Do you understand? So it means that if you are like that, then you don't um, you are you live a, you live a life that is a that is a. Is a is almost a disgrace to the to the faith or to Christianity because you will be living below the minimum standard of life as a Christian. Do you understand? If you if you have nothing, at least have faith. You understand? If you say, okay, even I don't have knowledge, I don't have too much revelation, I don't have too much wisdom. I don't have too much judgment. I don't have too much. At least have faith. At least. There is minimum. <laughs> you get what I mean? Least. If you are bankrupt of faith, you are wretched. Oh. You are. You are. You are wretched. You actually, when you see a person who lacks faith, you, you have a fundamental problem. It is, People who lack faith, they, they weary preachers. You know, a preacher is, a, is bubbling until he drives a faithless soul who lacks nothing. Then, do you understand? It means that he has to first of all get faith into them before you can begin to teach them. And so the Satan is bad. The devil wants to deform the soul. She is, scatter the formation right of the soul the arrangement of the soul of the spiritual soul and it will shift the posture and move the person into faithlessness praise God that's the devil for you you need faith say faith you must have faith to interact let's go verse 2 it says for for by it the word Elders obtained a what? A good report. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Is the evidence of what? Things what? Not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3. Glory to God. Is now saying through faith. I love this. Are you saying through faith? Say through faith. Through faith. This, this, this door 
that there's a door here. When they say through faith, that door is a door that if you don't pass through that door, if you can't, if you don't pass through this door, there's nothing. Forget about it. There's just nothing about God or spirituality or anything at all that that you can find outside this door. Do you understand that there are no other doors into anything about God or anything that is supernatural? Forget about nothing. There is no entrance, no access. The soul, no, there's no dealing that the soul can have with anything that is beyond the natural. When I'm saying supernatural, I don't want to take it for granted that we are all interested in supernatural. Maybe I should ask the question, are you interested in supernatural? You know, it's not every soul. And it might not even be everybody who is saying yes now who actually is interested. And I'm not being naive. I'm not going to say because they all said yes, so I assume everybody. But if you, if you don't like the supernatural, think about it. Okay. Consider it. Amen. Consider it if you don't like the supernatural. Just, just check it, check it, man. Do you, do you like this world? Do you like everything here? Amen. Do you like this world? The, the sorrow, the wretchedness, the. You understand? Everything, everything here is flat, right? Even when you, you find, you see something that, sounds like a, that looks like a mountain that it wants to take you up, when you journey a bit, you discover that you're actually going down, not to, it's actually a pit. <laughs> you understand? Every elevation that the world presents is actually a pit. You just journey a little bit, you know, realize, ah, it's actually, I've been going down, you understand? But it's nothing, there's nothing, like, nothing that can, there's nothing that can change your altitude, you know what I mean, that can, that can take you upward. Here, in the natural, you need to have a taste, a healthy appetite for the supernatural. That's one thing that makes you healthy as a Christian. If you are a Christian, you don't like the supernatural, something is wrong with you. Right? You know, some of those humble, you know, humble Christians, the humility, just one, just simple, just, just read my Bible and everything. Amen. If someone is reading the Bible and they begin to read it in a way that is not flat, hey, why are you, hey, where did you bring that one from? Are you getting what I'm saying? Why are you trying to, hey, let's make it simple. You know that kind of soul? They don't like the supernatural. You know, you know the Bible, there's a supernatural reading of the Bible. And then there's a natural reading of the Bible. So I'm saying, when you read it naturally, they like you. Ah, wow, I like the way you explained the way you, oh, that verse, I love that verse. Ah, yes, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And such students don't really like King James too much. They always like, um, they always like other verses that can make it explain it very, very well. And if you want to read this message, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to do with message Bible, please. I'm not saying. But if you want to read this verse now about, see that verse one I just read. See the kind of things I was, I was, I was, just, I was just reading the verse. Things were just coming out. I was just saying 
I was seeing the whole world as a world. I was seeing the that's supernatural. You get what I'm saying? But if you read the message Bible, the way they might put it, I don't know how they will say it. And it might be very nice, but it's not like this. It's not like, do you understand? Maybe it's just the way I see it. You know, this, this area can get people angry. Wait, I shouldn't be talking about because this message can be someone's favorite translation. So if you are that kind of person, I'm not trying to offend you, please. Amen. And I'm not saying that you're not spiritual, okay? I'm just giving an example. So just think, maybe, just in your heart, just say, maybe my example excludes you. You are different. I'm just talking about other people. You know what I mean? Glory to God. But I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to make you understand. But I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to make you understand that appetite for the supernatural. Satan has spoiled plenty souls, even Christian souls, who don't have appetite for the supernatural. Such soul will prefer explanation to revelation. Because revelation is supernatural. Explanation is what? Explain it. They, lo- they like when you explain it more than when you reveal it. <laughs> Glory to God. Because explanation is cerebral world. Revelation is faith world. You, because when they see faith world, when a carnal soul sees faith world, he knows he can get lost there. He's afraid of of. That, that realm, that world, uh, praise God. And, so I, and I, I don't blame such souls too much. Glory to God. I'm seeing the Lord wants to do something among us. The Lord wants to, they want to, uh, is, a, is a kind of, is a kind of a, an awakening of some sort. An awakening of some sort. Awakening, awakening. It's an awakening into a reality. Uh, a reality. You know, this, all this world, revelation, world of righteousness, there's a, there's a place where, they are, where they, they are settled, of where the reality of them are, is settled. But if the soul is not awoken to such dimension, the soul will be struggling. You know, maybe from time to time something would drop from that world and the soul would, ah, and then what most of it would be just be dryness, dryness, dryness is is because the, the, the inward there are faculties within the soul that have not been awakened into the, the the dimension of this 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 reality. Praise God. And then I, the Lord is saying to us that I, I want to walk this year. God wants Jesus wants to walk with us. You know, like Jimmy was saying his many things. When well, in his different capacities, right? In his different what capacities, he wants to walk. anywhere your soul is, you can walk with him. He has a kind of walk he can fashion for where your soul is. But you just need to be willing to shift into the zone where you can see that is walk. Praise God. Is a 
God wants to help people. Satan has done too much to incapacitate men so that when they are bringing spiritual things, men will find a way to resolve it, to find a way to disdain it, find excuses not to, not to align with such beautiful thing. Salvation is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Redemption is beautiful. God's life is beautiful. In the co- contrast, and the more wretched the world becomes, the greater the contrast. And, and, in, and that's the pain in the heart of Jesus. That he has, he has, and God himself is the finished the beautiful works. Beautiful. Beautiful. Salvation is too beautiful. I'm talking about flawlessness. Flawlessness of mind. Flawless, flawlessness of thought. Flawlessness of design. I'm talking about God's beautiful work. Um, and their, their pain is that because of where Satan has put men, the, the different mind formations, soul formations, the way the, the, the mal, what's the word, the, the, the spoiling, yes, that's what the Bible used, that lest any man spoil you through philosophy, vain deceit, they, they actually spoil men against the things of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that when you bring such a beautiful thing to a man, a man can see ugliness in the, in the beautiful thing that God has done. That's the devil. Don't play with Satan. Satan can do such a thing. Satan can make what of righteousness ugly. He knows how to do it. But the soul who finds it ugly is ugly, actually. Do you understand? There are some souls who, who might feel they are too clean for this kind of thing. It's actually, they might not say it to you, but they feel it. It's a feeling. <laughs> you just, ah, saw this, they've come again. I got, you know, that kind of thing. It's because the soul feels too clean. But this thing doesn't look clean. It doesn't look, I get what I'm saying. The Satan, well, that soul is ugly and, and malformed. A soul that can't see faith, obey faith. Cannot, a soul that cannot see beauty in the supernatural is an ugly soul. No matter how pushed up, nice thinking, logical flow, with nice English, and all of the, that, all those things put together, that's ugliness of the devil. Right, you get it? What, what men, the, the things that men serve what men in their corruption. Man, you see a soul that is decaying and stinking. Such a soul, sour, outward, and apparent, naturally apparent beauty, but can disdain beauty of the soul. Do you see that? Those are the things God wants to deliver us from. And when you begin to gain that deliverance, it will show. How will it show? What you serve. So thou serverest not the things which be of God, but that which be of men. You begin to find sweet smell. The things of God, the things of Christ, will begin to smell sweet to you. To begin to look. You will, you will take another look. How you check it out. Kai, this thing is nice. This is you will, you will appreciate the word 
the, the, perf- the perfectness of the work of God. Have you ever checked God's, God's the, the, the painting of the hand of the Spirit from Genesis to Revelation? Have you ever looked, checked that beauty of the arrangement of words and the, the skill of the, the saving design of how they lined things up? Have you ever looked at Genesis before? Have you seen Genesis, that book of Genesis? Have you, have you been able to excavate and look at the beauty of, of the thought that is kept in that, in that book. But there's a way, if you, are not, if, you, if you are not spiritually awake or enlightened, you won't be able to see beauty in Genesis. You will just be seeing, and this begat this, and this begat that. You see, and there's a Bible story, two people walking, running naked in the garden. Those are the things you will see. <laughs> And when you move into Exodus, you see all the law, the, all of those things. Praise God. Amen. But when the heart has been helped, glory to God, has been awakened, has been raised, you, all you will just see is flawless design of God, wisdom of God in the Bible. Praise Jesus. You know that preaching of God's word is an excavation of, of beauty. Right. It's, that's why, see, these things, and we have, we've not seen it yet. We've not seen the beauty of the, of the Lord yet. When you see it, you will be gone. You will, just, you, will just, you will pass out from this world. You will, just, you will just leave the world. The world won't see you anymore. You will just you will lose yourself. What did David see? What made David? David lost, was, after a while, David was gone. You understand? After a while, David was gone. In other words, Israel lost their king. You know they were crying for a king. <laughs> and their cry for a king wasn't according to God. It wasn't that they loved God. It was like, they look at the nations. They say, ah, this one has king. That one has king and everything. Why can't we have a king too? Well, their own idea of king was a different <laughs> you know how Imagine a Gentile king. How would he look like? You know when you see those Gentile kings? Ah! See, look at the guy. The way he will represent his nation. You know, he's a pride to the people. Yes, look at the king back then. You know, people will boast with their king. Our king. The way he's arrayed. His conquest, everything. Everything about his design is a boast to the, to the people. To the nation. They were, Israel was crying for such things. They wanted that kind of thing. God gave them someone like Saul who pursued that kind of design. But after a while, he said, I found David. Who's the man after my heart? Someone who, it wasn't after kingship. To even get him to become a king was a trouble. They had to anoint him three times. <laughs> Before he finally, okay, he landed okay in Judah. I get what I'm saying. It's strange fellow who what David just found was the beauty of God when he he found beauty immediately David saw in the beauty Israel lost him as a king after a while they have to now accept that they don't have a king anymore what they have is a priest they just accepted let's just leave this king thing this guy is a different kind of breed (laughs) entirely right so one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek 
to the I mean, word, dwell in the house of the Lord for what? To behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is, that is a different kind of person. He wasn't, he wasn't interested in kingly glories of the earth. Conquest. You know, David wasn't drunk with conquest. Even though he fought battles and he won battles, but he wasn't fighting with this, the, no, let me go and conquer. No, he, wasn't, he didn't have that kind of mind. He didn't, I'm sure he, if you check his heart, he probably de- detested battle, knowing the kind of soul that he has. He won't be like other kings where we would kill people and then use their head as trophy. You know that kind of thing. That's Gentile kind of behavior, right? David wasn't like that. Even when they came to Ziklag and they took his wives and his family away, he didn't just, he had to calm down. He called the priest, okay, should we attack? Imagine that. It means that his soul was different. That's not the, is that the nature of a king? No. You came back, they said they took your wives and you said, let us pray. No, that's not, you are not a king. <laughs> I'm just showing you something that it was gone, right? Why? What happened to David? Beauty. Say beauty. Beauty. David didn't have David's own weakness was something else entirely. It wasn't. King conquest. In fact, when kings go to battle, they say he was at home or something. That's why he's seen. Because <laughs> I've heard it before. When kings do go, when they go and do their, you know, that's the joy of a king. You go and conquest. So when when kings go to war, David was at home. Just I don't know, maybe just chilling or something. Maybe that the guy is not interested. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There are things that you will see, you will hate the world. You will hate everything that Satan has designed as beautiful. Everything that they have, this lying nature has constructed for men to find rest and settlement. See, settlement is to the, the work of Satan is to make so settled for mundane things. Things that are not even beautiful. When you hold it, it will start getting ugly and ugly over time in your hand. That's, that's vanity for you. But it's what you call true riches of the kingdom, which is what God wants to give you. This is what this season, I'm just heralding something to you. I'm, I'm trying to paint. I'm, I, I want to beautify the journey to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm selling the journey to you. Where, where, where the Lord wants to take us to. I'm selling it to you. I'm, I'm making it. I want you to see the beauty, right, in the supernatural. The be- say supernatural. supernatural. The beauty of the word, of the supernatural. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So this doorway of faith, verse 3, thank you, Father. It was 11 verse 3. It says, through faith. I love that. Through faith. Say, through faith. Through faith. Don't choose any other door. Only follow the door. Because where faith leads to is awesome. Be be angry with anything that doesn't require you believing. 
don't be happy. Even, though, even if you attained something, you got something, you check, was there faith? Just be sad. Do you understand? Let it be sadness in your soul. Anything you are doing in life, in your present life, then you are not able to, to evaluate it and, and recognize and identify the faith component. Be sad about it. Don't, don't put too much value on it. Don't put too much value on anything that doesn't, doesn't have a faith component. That within it doesn't have the door of faith. Anything that, you can say, whatever is not of faith is what? Is seen. That's how God thinks. <laughs> I'm just, this is a faith message, right? It's a simple faith message. So I'm not even, this is not word of righteousness. Everything I've said to now is the word of righteousness. It's not word of righteousness. It's simple faith. To be honest, these are the kind of things I was even learning in the word of faith. These are the kind of things that you're learning, you're learning in what? In word of faith. Just, it's an orientation. It's an orient, just to orient your mind about faith. 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 Say faith. Faith. As it is written that the just shall. They are, they are careful with those words. When they say shall, it's, that, that shall is the, is the strongest of all the words. That What do those words, when you say will, may, what, huh? Should, would. What are they, what part of speech are they? They are adverbs. They qualify verbs, right? Am I correct? You didn't know what an adverb is. <laughs> English people. Am I correct? Are they adverbs? Nobody's answering. It's an adverb. They're adverbs, right? Of all the adverbs in the Bible, shall is the, uh, is the most powerful. Shall. The, the just shall leave. I mean, the just has no, there's no room for anything else. In, in the path of justification, it's, it's a shall part. Do you understand? It's shall. You tell her, I shall leave by faith. Don't say, I might leave if the depending on if, you know, it depends on who's involved. No, 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 no. You have to tell yourself, I shall, shall, shall. Let, let faith be a shall to you. Shall, shall, shall leave by faith. I shall leave by faith. I leave. I shall leave. Shall leave. You ref refuse every other non-faith option. Ah, if, if you do it this way, you will quickly get it done. Hate it. No, I don't want to. That's not about quickly getting it done. Show me the faith, faith way. Bring the faith part. Show me the part that has faith. Show me the faith way. How can I do it through faith? Show me the faith door. This year you shall live by faith. Yeah. Shall I tell you something? Shall I tell you something? Faith is a fire that evaporates sin. When it's like when you when you subject your yourself to faith, it's like boiling yourself. You don't you don't need to 
fight too much. Just be, just be boiling yourself. Before you know it, molecules will begin to escape. See evaporation. That's how sin dies. A lot of times it's not by where is the sin, let's clean. No, it's just, just stay on the, on the stove of faith and be cooking. Or just enter inside the oven of faith and lock yourself there. I wait for sin. When you say sin, where I say, sin, you say I'm coming, please. I have something. You get to a point, you look for sin, you won't find sin. Because sin hates what you are doing. It hates. It's not compatible with, with faith. Do you get what I'm saying? God wants to push you through that faith door and let your feet be established there. Because of, on the other side is a world where the Lord wants to deal with you. He wants to encounter your soul and take your soul on a great journey. I know faith is calibrated at a different level. For every dimension you get to, there's a faith for it. Every place your soul is, there's a faith door you must enter. Find the faith door for your position. For every, everywhere your soul is positioned in the court, am I milk of the world, am I learning Christ, am I learning God, everlasting life? In that place, in that domain, find the faith door. Step into it, don't come out. Let your, your walk be in faith. You know you, you know you can carry doctrine. I don't want to call it doctrine now because Daddy has taught us about doctrine. So doctrine is not just knowledge. Well, you can hold knowledge without faith. Do you see that you can hold knowledge without what? Faith. You hold knowledge without faith. If you do that, you will not walk in victory. Because this, the word we call the victory that overcome it. It's our faith. That thing, say faith is the victory. You have to know that. If you are not having victories, check. Check your, your positioning. Check how much faith things are you doing. Are you, are you in the oven of faith? Are you living outside faith? Praise God. Glory to Jesus. So what, what is this faith? Simple. Let's go back to the definition again. Verse one. This is a very simple word today. I love it. It says, now faith is the substance of aha, evidence of things. That's how you know whether you are in faith. Is the part you are choosing, is it, is it making you to operate in the realm of what you hope for? Is it bringing the conversation of what you are hoping for? And the unseen realm which your God wants to push your soul into. There is a, there's a door that you might take that will cut off your hope and remove the, the unseen from your conversation. You know, some people can, you can, you will, some people can drop the unseen aside and go and deal with their problem. They, or they leave their hope on the, on the side and say, hey, let me just fix this thing. I'm coming back. 
But you, you put your hope aside, and you go and do your thing, and then you come back, and you want to carry, take your hope again. <laughs> you're abusing the hope. That's not what the hope is meant for. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Faith, when you are in faith, faith will be taking you through paths that touch your that that while you are doing those things, it is 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 causing there to be an operation in the realm of things which you hope for. Right? And what kind of operation is it doing with what you hope for? It is substantiating them. Right? To substantiate your hope is to convert what you hope for into a substance that will be that will reside in you. Am I making some sense to you? Yes, Do you understand me? Yes. Glory to God. <laughs> you know that charity is a substance, for example. It's a, it's a thing. Charity can be a thing hoped for. Uh, you see it. Right? Charity sits in the realm of what you hope for. It's not there are by the three faith, then hope, and then charity. We are in the world of Christ now. All right. So you can see charity first. You, you first see charity is first a hope. Every time when you are, they move you into the school of spiritual things, right? Not the school of knowing knowledge. I'm talking about the school of life. Of the, I'm talking of the school of inheritance. Not everybody's in that school. Some people are in the school of revelation and knowledge, others are in the school of inheritance. In the, in the spirit, you are not in the same school. There are those who are in the school of revelation. They say, ah, this one, so this is the school they are in. Oh, yeah, go and give him more revelation. The other one might be in the school of, his in, of inheritance. But what they are crafting around you will be different based on what school you are in. Even the revelational dealings of a person who is just in knowledge world it's different from the, the revelational dealings of a person who is in inheritance realm, world. The way they will, they will fashion the... Do you understand? The way I'm seeing this is, is the difference between electrical engineering program in the University of Lagos versus electrical engineering program in the University of Ottawa. Those are not the same. One is a school of knowledge. Another one is a school of inheritance. You understand? They are not the same thing. One of them has nothing to do with being an engineer. Is that is a school of knowing engineering things? The other one is not about me. That one is to make an engineer. There's a seriousness about this one that's not existing. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I always use weird analogies that can offend people? <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to say. Do you understand what I'm saying? In the other school, even the prof teaching the fellows, those are a lot of you. He can be teaching you about jet engine, but he, those are a lot of these guys will ever see a jet engine. So even, even the professor.
can draw the jet engine, this is the fuselage, this is the everything, we take it apart, right, and everything, but that is teaching you to pass exam, all kinds of, it's a different school entirely, it has nothing to do with jet engine, you know what I mean? It has nothing to do. So, but another school here, in fact, after you, you just, they will teach you for a bit, they will tell you it's time to go to lab. When you, when you go to the lab, you can see a live jet engine. The way they design the curriculum is to develop you, you to be able to handle that thing and be able to, you understand what I mean? It's a different school entirely. They are teaching you for inheritance. It's, they are teaching for operation, for handling, for... Are you seeing the difference between those two kinds of schools? That's how brethren can be. In the same company. One is in the school of knowledge, knowing revelation, lingo, everything. The other one can be in school of inheritance. And God knows, God can divide them. He knows who they are. God can know that this one doesn't care about inheritance. Forget, go and give him more revelation. This, this one, <laughs> there are those who are interested in, in becoming. It's a different kind of school. Those ones, they have practicals. They have laboratory. The, the heaven, it's not, every board, it's not every soul that heaven designs dealings for. They, they too, they have fear. They fear men. You understand? Unless you offend somebody and they will scatter everything. You can see a soul now. Oh, when, during meeting, they are the loudest. Oh! <laughs> I you know sometimes, even before the preacher throws the word, they have already shouted. They, they, The preachers will run to you. You shout before the revelation. <laughs> and so the person can give the loudest tongue, can give everything. But if they dare mistake and then expect one obedience that has to do with inheritance or something, and maybe by mistake they didn't know, they, didn't, they forgot that you're not in that kind of school and they brought a design, what happened? You see display. The soul can scatter everything and just, you just see, nature will just change. Uh, all of you guys, you guys, are, uh, 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 what? <laughs> you say, ah, about, uh, what's happening? <laughs> Language will just change. You know? No, all of, all of you, you see, if not us from, you know, sometimes, when, when tongue change from us to you, all of you, What is that? <laughs> Why? What cost it? <laughs> what happened? They just made a mistake. They forgot that this is not this person is not interested in jet engine. They want to go and you want to go and start bringing. You know something? And you just go and carry somebody fresh from third year something in, in University of Lagos and then give him jet engine or your take. Come. What do what what do you mean? That doesn't involve the part, not the, maybe he has already crammed everything to write exam. They now bring an engine in front of him. What kind of offense? He's going to fight you. He can take off his cloth and he can fight you. That's not what we are here for, man. Bring the exam. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know what usually gets people angry who are not in inheritance school? When you begin to talk language of growth, soul, shift from all the bamboozling revelation and talk about, you know, there are languages of, of soul. Example, wait, patience, calm down. Can you endure? Can you? I, I, those languages, they are not sweet. Eh? They are not. They are, they, are, they are things that only people in the school of inheritance can hear such things. You are, it's a different language. It's a language of another world entirely. It's a language of those who are, who, are, who are trying to become something. Not everybody who's listening to a word is trying to become something. There are many reasons that can make you come to meeting and listen to message for years that might have nothing to do with you trying to become anything or inherit anything. And there are not few, there are many. Many, 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 many reasons. <laughs> Those are the things that Jesus wants to deal with. And let me tell you something, some of you will get offended. My own prayer is that you will not get offended too much. That you know, some offense are they are, are offense that gives you a chance to calculate and say, oh, it's okay, you know. But they are, they are offense that you have already displayed first before you not you have to not calm you down. Okay. I pray that you have the kind of offense that you will not you will be able to to calm down and take a second thought because these are offensive. Like Jesus was preaching, he began to talk about now eating his flesh and drinking his blood. That was when he, things just, be, atmosphere just began to change. Movement began to happen. That's no move of the spirit. No, you have no life in you. Hey, Kamaira Laman Suta Ibrahatu Giman Alama Kamauto Santa Libra. I don't know that way the way they were departing, who knows how they even departed. Maybe there might be tongue and interpretation involved. So tongues like Pakalika to go, go. No flesh, no flesh. <laughs> it might be a very spiritual way that they did that. You know, you know when you are offended, you become very spiritual. <laughs> when you are offended, if, if, so, somebody who used to hear God before, when they got offended, they start hearing God fresh, clearly. Every day, in fact, God starts talking to them. Have you realized that before? Yes. <laughs> Maybe someone was your friend. You enjoy everything together. You did, they had fault. You didn't even know. Nothing. But the moment you got offended at them, 
revelation every day about what their nature, their, their motives. You get what I'm saying? You just fresh revelation every day. Then we need to, you don't need to pray and thought it will just be coming fresh to you. You just be <laughs> So it means that Jesus, once Jesus began to touch that kind of message, hey, I'm sure they will begin to, ah, this guy is actually has been a heretic all this time. Hmm. He just didn't know it. Ah! Hmm. No wonder he's been saying, no wonder time he was talking, you know, heaven, this one, ah. We've only known from the time that this guy has been a, is a heretic. No wonder he's always talking his father, him, his father. What, how can a man have God as his father? Maybe they never thought about that before, but the moment, demand. You know, normally, those guys are carnal guys, eh? So, normally, they shouldn't be able to catch the revelation of what Jesus means by eating his flesh and his blood. But offense brings revelation. Maybe they never understood anything about what Jesus was teaching. The moment he, he spoke about eating flesh and blood, devil would bring the revelation of that one. It, that maybe they must have seen death or something. Somehow, in their carnality, they knew what it meant. The reaction began to happen. And they began to leave from and depart. A, a, a soul can smell when you are coming near to their treasure. Yeah. They will smell you. That's why if you are a pastor, you have to be, you know, pastors, you have to be careful. Hey! It's not every story you can open your mouth and just start talking in the interest of, you know, helping people. Or if a soul is keeping a, a something that they love, it's a treasure. And you, even when you begin to think towards that area, they can smell you. <laughs> and they can find a way to give you a signal to, for you to back off. And if you're, if you're a smart preacher, you back off. You know, you just, you maintain your side. Then when you see them, when you, next time you see them, you laugh. Oh, I will rob them. Are you okay? Everything. Ah, can I say anything? Can you need anything? They say, Ah, I'm sorry. They say, Ah, God bless you. <laughs> That's a wise preacher. <laughs> so they have guns. You know that. In church, but the gun is there somewhere. Near what they are keeping. <laughs> you know, say that this gentle brother or sister is not too gentle, eh? And sometimes, you know, stature can deceive. Sometimes the ones that you feel like, wow, this is the kind of weapon this person will have, might never have too much. But a small, nice, holy person. They bring out bazooka or you know what I mean? You know, this soul is not to be toyed with because of the, what, they are, what they are, the soul is keeping. So this is condemnation that light came but men loved darkness more than light because their deeds were evil. Were evil. The, Praise God. Glory to God. 
Manas patetelia rabosht, pafitelia na masticata, vrepetis a patetelia na mosoprata labadosa frata teni make a son to fata like a tari at a facatalia, presta fanta like a tosto prata fosto sasasosa sasasosa so striver. I say strive, I say strive, I say strive, strive and fight the good fight of faith, strive to fight the good fight of faith. Fight the fight of faith. Fight the fight of faith. For in every opposition that comes against your faith, there is a way of faith. There is the way that faith brings. In every opposition, in everything, there is the way of faith. In everything, fight to take the way of faith. Fight for your faith. Contend for your faith. I say strive for the faith. Strive for the faith. Fight for the faith. Fight, fight, fight. I say fight for the faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Every time, every time, every single time, there is a way of faith. Strive to take the way of faith. Fight to take the way of faith. Fight to take the way of faith. For I have said that you should fight, fight. I have come to give grace and help. For even in the times where your darkness arises, it is to make you take the way of faith. It is to make you take the way of faith. Even in when the offense come. It is to make you take the way of faith. For the way of faith is the way of victory. It is the way of victory. It is the way of victory. It is the path and the doorway to victory. It is by the fight of faith. It is the good fight. It is the good fight that can bring you to goodness. To can bring you to goodness. It is the way to goodness. It is the way to the one true God. It is the way of faith. It is the way of faith. Fight. Fight for your faith. Fight to walk by faith. For every time, every time there is light shining on your darkness, it is showing you the way out of your darkness. It is the way of faith. It is the way of faith. Fight. Fight. I say fight to stay in the way of faith and to walk the path of faith. Jesus. Glory to God. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> so, so his Hebrews, Hebrews eleven, for for by it the elders obtain what a good report. Verse three. Through faith we understand. So I love that word. We understand. Say through faith. Through faith. We understand. A lot of this is the answer to a lot of people who say I don't understand. Just trying to access understanding without the door of faith. A lot of times when, you say, when someone says I don't understand, you're not beginning to talk to them, you know why they don't understand. The language is faithless. A lot of time. You know, you know, is it that nature? Say, I don't understand. That word is itself. There's something actually wrong with the word. A lot of times, say, I don't understand. I don't. It's almost like saying, I don't have. The, you know, Jesus was teaching a principle when he was saying that he that has not, they will take what he has. And then he that has, he will give to those who have. You've not seen that teaching of Have you ever thought about why, why are you saying that kind of thing? What kind of message? Was, was it not the talent? Was talking of teaching about the talents and the one went to bury something? His attitude of heart. I think my wife was, was touching on that kind of nature. It's a faithless nature. Jesus was teaching about attitude. Then they give you little. What do you do with it? You won't see it as anything. This one, what is this even worth? Are you getting it's, it's the attitude that was the problem. So those who don't have, Jesus says he would take. So if you really didn't have, what is there to take from you? If you don't have, praise God. Verse 12 of Matthew 13. Praise God. Say for Matthew 13, verse 12, that for whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. So when they say whosoever hath, is more than who actually have. He's talking about who, who is able to, he that is able to, to have an inward positioning, attitude of heart as, that aligns with this. You understand what I mean? It's actually somebody who is inwardly positioned to have. It's a posture to have. It's hard to teach. One of the hardest people to teach are those who have not. Those is a posture in that. You see, they are like this. You try to you say everything, use all the skill of teaching. Is a lack of faith. Is a lack of capacity of receiving. Do you understand what I'm saying? But whosoever heart to him shall be given. But him that, and he shall have more abundance. You see, the way to increase is you have to is by faith. So 
So it's possible that he, this one who has, it's possible that he, he might not have had the substance. What he might have had is the hope of it. Do you understand? But, he, but that hope, he carries that hope as by faith he's able to. Do you understand? Then he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that which he had. Means he actually had, but he, in the mindset, he doesn't, he has a mindset of him that has not. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? It's, a kind of, it's, an, it's an openness of heart. There's a, there's a nature that you ought to have. If you don't have a particular attitude, you, might not, you won't flow with this kind of streams of water. When the, when the preacher, he hasn't said, he said A, and then he's trying to say B, you understand. Or maybe he said A and B, and he's, trying, he's just trying to say C, Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, you said A. How does A connect to B? <laughs> they say, but I, I'm just trying to learn. <laughs> and you know, maybe the message ends in X or something. But this person. The moment you said B, and they say, how does the A and B relate? They couldn't see it. <laughs> Why are they looking at all the other guys who are listening? Are, they, are you guys okay? What's wrong? <laughs> You know that the way they design this thing is while you are trying to, you are following, jumping from K to L or something. Depending on how the, the, the suit is flowing, after K, it might even bring Y or something. But if you are able to have courage and jump from K to Y with the preacher, in while jumping there, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, my my just aligned. You need to understand the, the world where God operates. God is different. It's his own thing. It's not, your kind of logic is not his own. <laughs> Sometimes we are trying to prove that God is just not laughing. <laughs> look, at this, look at this tiny, tiny insectish brain trying to. Can you. You don't understand. Do you think it's English you are talking about here? You think this is thank God for King James, but you are not, this is not English stuff, man. These are my thoughts. These are my. Don't be trying to align A B C D e, F K K. What if I don't want to talk alphabet at all? Am I not God? Can't I? What they want to put inside your soul, and the way you must be ready to take journey. And the journey you need to take with the Lord this year is not going to follow all the paths that you know. You have to be willing to journey supernaturally. Yes. 
Say faith. Faith. Aha. Praise Jesus. By faith we understand. If you are someone who had that confession before, every time, I don't understand. I didn't understand. Change your confession. Sometimes say I understand. Mm. When when you shout, mm, shout your... That shout only, I'm, it's not trying to, is it, it's not, it's so, you know, some souls are interesting. No, no, I can't pretend. No, I can't lie. No. <laughs> that is in nature. As they are saying that, I'm just seeing devil, devil, it's just devil, devilish behavior. You know, it sounds like a righteousness. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand. Why should I be pretending as if I understood? You know, I didn't. It sounds like, you know, it sounds like holiness, like you, like you don't lie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you think that it's, it's not that. It's, it's that it's, what you lack is faith. See, mm. can make faith. You don't. You don't even know what faith is. You don't know how faith comes. You don't know the way of faith. See, they say faith comes by hearing. They didn't say faith comes by the logical flow and arrangement of the explanation of what was said during the message. That's not how faith comes. It's, it's by means while hearing. It's by, by hearing. Is it? They didn't say whether, whether you understood what was said when yes. you heard. They didn't say whether you, it, was, it made sense. It's just by. It's around what out of hearing. Faith happens. Faith, faith happens. Faith, faith. Comment, 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 comment. Just be by hearing. We're hearing. Be, be hearing. Hearing is an atmosphere. Faith comment there. Yeah. <laughs> what I know and I now realize about these waters is that what keeps people out is not, it's very little, it's a little yeah. attitude. It's sometimes what someone is, is just, adjust your attitude, just adjust it a little bit. I'm not even saying become an attitude guru. I'm just saying, just adjust it a little. Just let there be a little way, a little door for God <laughs> to give you help, to give to help your soul to enter. Attitude, wrong attitude, and a lot of times the the stronghold of Bad attitude that keeps people out is a kind of self-righteousness. Yes. 
and a kind of, it's a subtle pride yes. and a self-righteousness. Yes, How do you know someone has that thing? Is that you come to a place, people are there, they behave this way. Then you feel like, ah, I don't understand why they behave that way. I will not behave like them. Let this, whatever they are doing, let it come to me at my. That is a nature. You understand? That's the kind of attitude. <laughs> like in a sheepfold, it's not every sheep in the sheepfold that knows the map, that's the map of the shepherd. Today's sheep, where are we going to today? You see, maybe you see two sheep discussing. Um, hey, tall sheep. <laughs> tall sheep, we say, ah, short sheep, what? Like, uh, where are we, which pasture, are we, which, where are we going to eat? Where, where, where are we going to today? This, then tall sheep, we say, ah, uh, what day, Wednesday, is it today Wednesday? Ah, oh, Wednesday, okay. Um, we are going to pass, you know, the other road by the hillside. That's where, that's where Shepherd normally goes on Wednesday. Then she, oh, okay, okay, no problem. <laughs> After a while, they overtake the Shepherd. We know where we go on Wednesday. The sheep, the sheep doesn't even know that this is. It's not concerned like that. It's just the, they just flock. Flocking is a flocking wisdom. Faith, you know, faith is a flock wisdom. Anybody who cannot, you know, that flocking gene. Sometimes, Satan fights some people. Sometimes, even genetically, he will remove the gene of flocking from his soul. There are some families in their lineage, they fought it and they remove it entirely over time. They fought not flocking. Some people, you see, naturally, they have a challenge with flocking. What do I mean by flocking? Don't de- feel, have desire to stand out. Don't try to prove it. Don't, have, don't try to have your own way or prove your individuality. No, 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 no. Flock. It's a fold. Flock with them. There are things that provisions around the part, the spiritual part, is in flocking. Those things are released. Is it actually a wisdom of God? But if in your soul, you don't have that gene is missing, you will have a problem with, with this kind of waters. One of the first things that will actually get you angry is why is everybody behaving the same way? That's the first thing. Somebody who has, that, who has a defect in them against that flocking gene, they will actually hate it. They will detest that kind of thing. Why do you guys always do the same kind of thing? Why do you like going this way? Why are you trying to do this way? Why are you guys even trying to live around the same neighborhood? What's wrong with all of you? Must you what, what kind of thing is that? What the, you know, there are all kinds of things that can offend people. You know what I mean? They don't know it's flock sense as what, at work. And that flock sense can after I want to start babbing the same hair, it's not it's not anything, it's just <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have meeting and say this is the haircut now for, 
know. It's just flock. It's nature. It's, it's, a, it's a flock something, man. It's hard to explain flock things to people who don't have the genes. A flock. The thing where you guys all have, you all have meeting, you all decide. You know, it's a lie. Nothing like that. It's just flock. You are the one that's not okay. You, that's your eyes clear, you see, and everybody else is blind. You are the one who. who. <laughs> I'm just trying to deal with things that make the, the part of the spirit difficult for souls. Souls that have this issue, it'd be hard for you to be spiritual. And any, anyone who cannot flock, Satan eats them wow. like, as food. Yes, yes, While you are there trying to wonder, why are they, why, why? the soul is dying. The soul is, the soul is shriveling. No life. Those who are angry at who are flocking, you see their life is appreciated. You yourself who are angry at them, your own soul will be shriveling. That's Satan, Satan for you. That's the devil. I know there are kinds of things. You see this flocking nature? Satan has done many things because he knows that this is God's way. Yeah. He, and he's been waiting for a long time. He knows that one day this way will land on the earth. And, and some Christians will break into mercy that will make them start behaving like this. Satan has known this thing for a long time. So he has done a lot for generations and for years to spoil and malign the, the flocking nature. He himself can raise up evil preachers. He will send members to their church for him to damage them. And he will make sure that newspaper must carry it. And it must be on the news. This pastor who has led all these people and they followed him sheepishly for so, so, and so. He did this, blah, blah. He led them astray. How many stories of that have you heard? He's, he's waiting because he knows that one day the true shepherd will come. And he too will have a fold. So let us malign and paint and demonize the sheepish nature. Because you know that God can never operate without such a formation. He, know, God, he knows. He knows that all of heaven are flocks. All the angels. You know that God doesn't do anything outside that arrangement. He knows it. He knows that God can never flow in an individual. I'm appearing to you in your own room, appearing to you, they're appearing to you. You know, some people have that kind of fantasy, eh? You've not met some kind of Christian, very foolish people. Foolish, <laughs> foolish. I'm sorry to say, but foolishness, the height of foolishness. They, act, they believe that maybe the way the end time move will be is that Jesus will be appearing to everybody secretly in their room. You will need pastor. And then when we all come together, you just you just talking the same thing. Ah, Jesus told you that, Jesus, oh. and it will just align. And to them, that's the proof that it's supernatural. Fools. You know, you know the foolishness in such things. Yeah? Is they are completely blind to the evil in men. To the it's, it's like fantasy land. You know what I mean? That as all of like all of you are now the way you all are, that Jesus will just be appearing to every one of you. They, they never thought to think. Okay, what if some guys don't even want Jesus? 
they didn't factor that in, that there can be people in the congregation who don't like Jesus. And then, what, then there are those who, when Jesus appeared to them, they didn't like what he said, so they would come out and, and, say, and lie and say, oh, this is something else Jesus said. And what about those who manufactured Jesus? <laughs> See, I was just walking in the road, I fell into a trance. And he's a liar. <laughs> Is this such fantasies, eh? That don't flock. My own Holy Ghost. I, you know, that's, it's become a language now. Just my Holy Ghost. It's, my, it's not my, it's not their own. So, praise God. When you start possessing Holy Ghost, calm down. Eh? Just. <laughs> Do you know when you start entering dangerous water when you start having your own holy ghost or your own jesus or your own god no i just i just want to go back to how i am normally led i am the way the way i my my there's a way i there's a way i i how i hear how i am it's not this language <laughs> Praise God. But those, that's, not, that's contrary to the Bible. That's contrary to the scriptures. That's contrary. God deals with authority. And the way he raises authority, he does it in a certain kind of way. There must be dealings. There must be sacrifice involved. Before God will say, I will speak through this one. <laughs> God, things must have. <laughs> Those who God speak to, they, must, they would have done some sacrifices. That God, when God looks at the rest, you, know, you guys cannot do all those things. Check it, that's the order of the Bible. You can't gather 100 people who, who, who never, even the word sacri doesn't, it's not in their vocabulary. <laughs> And then if not gather them and they should all feel like they should all go and be hearing God in their secret places. <laughs> it's a disaster waiting to happen. After a while, they will do damage to the faith. Yes. They will do all kinds of things. The, after a while, the name of God will be wiped up from the earth. Because God is not a, it's not a joke. You don't know the kind of spirits who are against God on the earth. The legacy of God, his word, his, his presence on the earth rides on the death of men. If you are in a generation and God is speaking, ask yourself who died? Who is dying? There's nothing like, it's not an amusement park or anything that, do you know the spirits who are, who are, who are against men, who or you are against God's word coming to you? What, not just what they are willing to do, what they are able to do. Beings with ability. They can stop men. At at the point, they were going to kill Paul. They were going to just off him. They were just looking for a way to to (laughs) read Saul. You get what I'm saying? Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Don't, Don't read with your lustful mind. Read it with the heart and see 
how God deals in the affairs of men. Let your heart see the weight of God's word. How he drives it. How he moves it. It's on the back of, look at those apostles of the Lamb. They, they, were, they lost their lives. They were, are you getting what I'm saying? Can they substitute you for any of them? Uh, what would be our hope? <laughs> Let's say we are the, out of all the apostles. We out of us, 12 of us were the ones. <laughs> or that one twenty, maybe it was among us. Maybe that, maybe that, that upper room, maybe it would have been business seminar would have been doing. In the upper room, would have been doing business symposium. You know what I mean? How to, <laughs> now that Jesus has gone. When the video of Pentecost was fully covered, what would have happened? <laughs> if we were, we were the ones, our Lord managed to make for they now killed him, brutalized him, destroyed on the cross, disgraced him, everything. Would, they, would you be in Jerusalem waiting for. But, Are you getting me? To, let's be smart. Let's be wise. Spiritually. I mean spiritually smart. Ha, understand the weight of things. You understand what I'm saying? Wisdoms. There are wisdoms for this time. Wisdom for this season. Through faith. Say through faith. Through faith. Thank you, Jesus. Through faith, we understand. Key, we understand. Through faith, we understand. Understand what? That the walls were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear you know this thing here is very it's almost like a simple fact but it's not as simple right? right. but it's it's a fact that but it's a, it's a thing that you have to understand, not just believe it alone. Believing it is the door to understanding it. Do you understand? You get that? So okay. I, I, want to, I don't want to understand. Calm down first. Do you believe it first? So why are you trying to understand it if you don't believe it? You say, oh, no, no. Explain it to me so I will believe. 
hey, you don't understand. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't get this whole thing. It's not a laboratory. This is it's different. In science, you do experiment. You understand it. You do measure it. Then you will now believe it. You know that's a scientific process, right? Yes, if, if they come and tell you something, no, I don't believe them. You say, okay, show me the proof. They show, oh, this is the proof. Ah, okay, now I believe. That's science, but this one is the opposite. You, can, you will never understand anything you don't believe. That's just the law. Those who don't understand this thing are the ones who complain. I don't understand, I don't understand. That thing you don't understand. First of all, ask yourself, do I believe it? Have you ever thought about that before? Most of the time, it's not that it's hard to understand. It's that you are not believing. The moment you believe it, you just begin to see it. Ah. So, a lot of times when you see that aha moment, ah, I get it. It wasn't really an explanation. It wasn't that. It wasn't some spirit of understanding. That entire, you know, it's just a, it's faith that actually came to you. But that has been there all the time. You just couldn't believe it. The moment you believed it, you now began to understand. So a lot of times, faith is what was, was lacking. So a lot of the things that you do, might not understand is because you don't believe. You don't. And believing are in different levels. You believed something yesterday and you understood it. There are more things to, to understand. You must come into the believing of those, the next level. If you believe Christ, you must believe God. Do you understand? If you say, I believe Christ, then everlasting life, you have another level of believing. Don't, don't try to understand everlasting life when you don't believe it. That's why, if you ever tell me, anybody that tells me, come and prove to me everlasting eternal life, I will just run away from you. I know that you are not, you know. Some guys tried to corner me before and asked me to come and try and explain it to them. And me, I know that. <laughs> Unless, if, only if I was a, a fool or a child, I would start, yeah, okay, the Bible now, everlasting eternal, this one, that one. But you know, that, that's not the question here. We're talking about unbelievers. <laughs> They are Christians, they go to church, but when it comes to this thing, they are unbelievers. Even the way, the way they're even trying to talk is even aggression. You know, when they went to pin me down, okay. They, it's like they have linked up and say, okay, we've, we've cornered the guy. Oh, yeah, come and talk. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Well, God doesn't flow that way. How can you understand what you don't believe? That's, or Christianity is, is a different method. Yes. Confess foolishly. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Accept it first. They say ah, there is difference between everlasting life and eternal life. If your first thought is, eh? <laughs> well, I showed the scripture. You don't understand. You must first sit down, try and access the belief of it. How do you access the belief of it? The belief in the power of the belief is in the mouth of the preacher. That's where it is. Right? He's, a preacher is a person who is an engine to make men believe. He's anointed. He's anointed to share faith. 
to share believing. That's how, that's how it is. It's like you are, it's like you are dry, you'll be inside a car as a passenger, passenger going somewhere. Inside a car, you don't know how it operates. The car you are driving, do you know how the engine works? How does fuel convert to getting you from your house to, have you ever thought about that fuel? How does that liquid convert into? <laughs> but do you have to, so before you enter a car, do you ever say that, say, hey, I'm not entering. Hey, please, can you enter the car? Let's go. You say, wait. What's the equation? How does fuel become, uh, how is it working? They say, please, just enter the car. Let's go. You say, no, no. But it, so it means that it's when it comes to Bible, we do all those foolish things. Most of your life, you have no understanding. You, have you entered a plane before? Imagine plane. <laughs> they say they want to fire you across the sky at 300. <laughs> don't tell me, if you've entered a plane before, don't tell me that it's not fate. Don't tell me that you don't believe in spiritual, you don't, you're not, you don't believe in fate. No, you, you know people lie as if you do you prove every single thing the drug you took yesterday do you know what is inside <laughs> it means your whole life is fate everybody's life is fate everybody everything you buy you use you don't know how it what, have they proven to you the technology or anything no no most of your life is based on fate man if without that faith kind of thing, you, won't, you can't live. Men are designed to. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just when it comes to God's own things, foolishness just begin to set in. All kinds of manners of foolish behavior and speaking. Do you understand what I mean? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But how would they hear without a preacher? Are you seeing that word of preaching? It's true preaching. Say preaching. Preaching Preaching is no explanation. It's discharge of molecules. First of all, of faith. When the molecules of faith has landed inside you, it will now turn into a door of understanding. That's where you will now begin to understand. Understanding happens in faith world. When you settle in faith world, you will just see understanding will begin to come. If you are fighting believing, you will not understand. You will always be wretched in understanding. Always be wretched. Because you are trying to prove, hey, prove it now. People who believe, they've, that thing you are saying, prove it now, they are, they are using it to live. They've passed the level. I get what I'm saying. The everlasting life, some people are still arguing to prove it. Some people are living it already. They are living by the power of this life. Already, already. Their conversation. It's at that level. People are walking into it. Others are, are trying to get proof for it. <laughs> Praise God. These are the things that God will help us this year. Where God is taking us to. Thank you, Jesus. 
Through faith, we understand that the walls, say walls. Thank you, Jesus. Walls were framed. The walls were framed by what? The walls. So without faith, you cannot understand the framing of what he calls walls here. Right, there is, it is through faith that you can come into the understanding of the, 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 the operation of God's word in framing of worlds. You can't access the frame of worlds. I want to describe what, what world, worlds here mean, worlds here. Walls is places of soul existence. Places of soul's journey. Places. Every time you hear the word world, every world is a habitation of souls. <clears throat> Pray, am I making sense to you? Yes, That's the meaning of a world. Scriptural sense. When you say world, what we call the physical worlds is a type of worlds. Worlds is very spiritual. What we call the world physically. In fact, most of the time, the physical, we don't even refer to it as world. We call it the earth or universe or planet or whatever we call it. But when you say world, the world is where the soul is living in. Do you get that? World is the environment of soul of the soul. That's what the Bible calls world. Where soul can, can stay. Where soul can inhabit. Where soul can live. Can carry out a conversation. A world means a place of soul conversation. Praise Jesus. That is by faith we are able to cite the framing of worlds which God's word designs. You know, God's word is a birther of worlds. It's actually the, is a generator of worlds. And these worlds that are framed, they are many. There are many. The walls that are, can be framed by God's word. You know, as the soul is joining in God, it can be transiting from walls to world. That is how the journey of the soul. What does it mean of transiting from world? You are, you are, you are Moving from soul environment. When they shift the soul, it moves into, it must come into the world that God's word has designed for, for the journey of that soul. So when, actually, when you are journeying, to, you, are journeying you must journey through walls to come to God. God's word, God's word releases walls where the soul must you can't just shift from your wall and enter God's wall. No, you can't. They, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and what they used to frame walls for the soul is the word of God. But you, must, you can't understand the framing. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. It's true faith. True faith. You will, if you don't have faith, you can have different kind of understanding. There are many things you understand. You will come to Sunday school, they will teach you something. You say, do you understand? I understand. You understand. But what you might understand something that came from the scripture, from the Bible, but it's not the same as understanding frames that came from God's word. Are you seeing that? And if you don't, can't understand the frames of God's word, you'll be, you'll be ignorant. Your soul will be lost. Your soul will actually be lost. Your soul. You'll be living a life of your adversary. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. Because to, to, have a, to have a directed navigation through worlds, it, it can only be done by understanding. Do you understand? To, you cannot chart causes through walls. I mean, the soul. It, you, the soul can't chart cause through walls without understanding. Another way is that a soul, will not, a soul cannot navigate through a world that without, without understanding. It's through understanding that the soul shifts. Because what, the world is the, is the environment around the soul. Praise, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not able to access the actual thought of the message. Our time is gone, but we'll have more time. Some other time. This re-Christianity is now, they have helped us to, to arrive at this point where we can. The, the Lord wants more seriousness. No, no wasting time anymore. You know, those. It's time to move. Time to. It's more about becoming, what you are becoming. It's about movement, transformation. Then there is a, there is a skill about it. It's actually a profession. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of wisdom. It's a, it, layman Christianity era is over. It's a time of professionals. We should have Christian professionals. What is your profession? Is your journey. Skill, and that's what makes your priestly profession is a skill of journey, movement. Where others don't move. You know, those outer court is a wall. That's it's movements. Priests have power of movement. The Israelites can be they are, they don't they can't see any other world apart from their things, their farm, their but priests have other they have walls they traverse. They have other realms which they move into. My priestly power. They are professionals of journey. Movement. Moving is a profession. Journeying in the spirit is a profession. It's a professional job. 
the specificity of skill. You can't wonder to God. You can't. Hey, we're, we're there then when they were sharing that revelation. See, no, it's not. You must. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> There's specific skill about moving spiritually, changing, changing, defeating the snares of darkness. I've seen those intricacies of works that have been buried within the soul that hold the soul back. That will make you always behave one kind of way that is contrary to faith and to God. It's, it's lack of, you're not, you're not, you don't have enough what? Enlightenment. Wisdom. Of the spirit. There's an eye that can, that can divide nature tendency. There's a there's an, there's an eye that pierces through the dividing of sonar. That's the word of God. That is quick and powerful. It's an operation. Sense. It's a skill. That's one thing that priests have. Praise God. And God wants to equip everybody with that kind of skill. Living righteously is hard when you are blind. You understand? When you are blind, it's a sign that you are, something's wrong with you. You are blind. You are not skillful. When they keep telling you the same thing over and over again, and you, still, you keep doing the same foolish thing, it means that you, are, you need to be upgraded. I, I want to be good. It's not good enough. I want to live righteous. It's not good enough. You, thank God. At least you have that. Some don't have that. So thank, thank you for that. Your desire to be righteous, to serve God. But it's not good enough. This is a time when they have to take you to the training. Not training of knowing Bible or quoting verses or knowing Revelation. You're talking about, about training of journey. How to move in your soul. Navigate the snares of the foul, the snares of Satan. Escape his traps. Be wiser than his you get what I'm saying? The, the, the traps for your soul. Skill. God is bringing us skill. Amen. Spiritual training. Amen. Spiritual development. Amen. It's time for exploit in the spirit. Amen. For them that don't know they are God. Knowledge of God. God wants to bring that down. Empower every soul. Thank you. It's an exciting time. You might not see it yet. You might not see it yet, but this is an exciting time. These are the most blessed days the world has ever seen. The world has never seen times like this. The adversary is shaking. It's shivering. Why? It's because of the precision of God's knowledge. I can see hell just wailing. <laughs> they have uncovered us. God is removing the blanket under which they've been hiding and doing their things. He's rolling it away. So that all darkness is past. True light, all right, is shining. We are, we are witnessing in our generation the passage of darkness. God is moving seasons. No season of ignorance where Satan will be eating souls in darkness because men are not able to rise and, 
and take on the vocation of light. But because God has brought us, he, has, and he, didn't just, he hasn't just sent an apostle to us, he has, he's given us graces. We're even just the common person, anybody, and this is the season of mercy. Just have the, a little desire in you to deal with Satan. You're welcome. <laughs> and the devil is afraid of that. The Lord will help you. Yeah. He will encourage your heart. This is a time of victory. In fact, you, all of you should just be glad and just be excited and be happy. You understand? Time of fighting with the blunt sword is over. Amen. The edge, they want to wet the edge of, of your sword. You will become precise Amen. in the spirit because of light, because of knowledge. Things that are hard will just be easy. Amen. You know, you know some thoughts that seem hazy and easy and how do I navigate this? How do I... It will just be so easy. You just be to, you just see, you just know. You know that's how sin attaches to the soul. Hazy, hazy, ah, this is a dark area, gray area. No, there's no grayness here, man. This is nonsense. Can we, can we shift this out of the way, please? Because of judgment has come. Light has come. Nonsense. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. We bless your name. We are celebrating. We are celebrating. We are thanking you for the dawning of a new day. The bringing us to this great threshold. Great season of, of victory. Lord, you are judging and defeating, bringing the defeat of our adversary. Not by our own power or by our might, because we don't have the resource of these things. But Father, by your own mercy and by your own grace, thank you even to the, the most little of us. Jesus, you said that you smiled up to heaven and you thanked your Father. Thank you because you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent. You've revealed them unto the base. For so it seemed good in thy sight. Thank you, God, for smiling on us. Thank you for your mercy over us. Thank you for keeping us. There are many exit doors which we could have taken before now, but you kept our here, not by our own strength, but you brought us to this time. Our prayer is that you just give us the, the impression of this season, the weight of this time. This is a time of redemption. Upon the air that every one of us will experience this redemption. No one will be lacking. Thank you because great power to turn hearts, to cause faith, to cause believing, to shine light in dark places, to bring understanding, to bring comprehension. Thank you for even your downloading and bringing down the school of the spirit to train every soul to be skillful. Father, with the world of the things of the spirit, you will add grace. You will add measure. Line upon line. Amen. Father, here in little, there in little, you will help us. Thank you, our God. We submit to you fully. Come and have your way. Amen. 
have your way, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, take this word, interpret it, help every heart to understand and open up the blessing of this word, the impartation of spirit which you want to deliver to every heart. Give it to us, Father. Thank you, our God. We give all the glory to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.